0: Monday morning, and um, one I so appreciate if you woke up uh, this morning and uh, you're alive, frankly, with the news that uh, we keep hearing from Las Vegas this morning. Largest mass shooting in American history. You also have to be thankful if you have running water. You have to be thankful if you have food and supplies. And uh, somebody who can help us appreciate um, why we should be so appreciative if we have food and water and supplies is Rabbi Mendy Zarchi, who is the head of the Chabad in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And we've been desperately trying to get some type of update regarding the Jewish community down there uh, since the storm of 11 days ago. I believe it was 11 days ago. Rabbi Zarchi can confirm that. And uh, we finally have an opportunity to speak to somebody who is there in Puerto Rico. Rabbi Mendy Zarchi, a Gemar Tov to you, and welcome to J.M. and the A.M.
1: Tov, and thank you for having me. Good morning.
0: Um this the, the storm started on Rosh Hashanah itself or right before or right after? What was the timeline?
1: Yeah, it started on Arab Rosh Hashanah the night before. Um really with a long range raging storm with uh, you know winds and uh, storm beginning at probably ten PM the peak of the storm began, uh, was really coming across the island around 5 a.m. Wednesday, Erev and it went all the way through, uh, you know, the peak of it till about 10 or 11 a.m. Um, indoors and safety till about 3 p.m. No, no one would venture outside.
0: Meaning on the first day of Yontif? No, Erev Yontif. Oh, on Erev on that Wednesday, Erev Yontif. So I mean, look, so we'll go backwards. I am curious about how Yuntav went, etc. But let, let's start with what's going on now. We're, we're so curious about uh, what's going on in San Juan, in Puerto Rico itself, specifically, of course, the Jewish community. What could you tell us about the uh, status of you, your family, your community in light of the events of the last two weeks?
1: Physically on the ground, it's a very difficult situation. Um, some of the Difficulties we have eased up a bit. I'm able to talk on the phone with you uh, with a strong, clear signal. Um, we basically had no communications for over a week. Um, very, very sporadic for the f- a few days later. Just last night, late last night, a full signal now on our telephones. There is still no electricity for 95% of the island. Um, a, a Probably 50% of the island has no running water or more. Um, large swaths have no communication. Gas lines have eased up, though they're still, you know, prevalent. And water, everyone wants water, water, water. It's still something hard to come by. As we speak right now, we're coordinating medicine for an elderly member. They're on the penthouse that's about the 16th floor. Um, Sporadic use of the elevator. His wife had not received Umira Umira, uh, injection. Um, We have volunteers going to pharmacies and picking them up. Um, As we received an email, a frantic uh, child, uh, their father was stuck about 15 minutes away in a building on the 15th floor, no elevator. As the generators that are supposed to give energy to these elevators so that they can work um, either have failed, broken down from continued use, already starting from Irma, or they simply ran out of diesel and they couldn't run these generators and they had no food, no water, it's 80 years old. And these are stories you're gonna hear again and again, just people stuck, um, prisoners in their apartments, and it's a very harsh um, reality. Uh, if there's no generator in a building, there's no water because the, the, the water has to be pumped up, and um, that's where we stand. It's a, it's a status, no electricity. For many places, no water. Um, difficult uh, communications. I, I ventured out to a little town with some of the UJA people that were visiting Puerto Rico, and uh, we went into an area where there was no reception, and my wife couldn't get a hold of me. And you know, when a Jewish wife can't get a hold of her husband after three hours, um, you know, it's a big security alert. Yeah. And and that's 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 going on all over. Emails flooding in. Check on my aunt, my older my older you know relative. Twenty minutes here, an hour there, two hours west and you can't get to these places because gas is an issue um... and even first responders just are having that difficulty rabbi
0: Rabbi Zarchi, down in Chabad of Puerto Rico so um, what did you do personally what did you do in terms of supplies in terms of preparing for the storm and uh, have you made it quote-unquote okay over these eleven days
1: we were concerned we took a strong measures prior we had a contact that has a um, you know one of the larger water bottle suppliers we had a number of pallets arrive just before Yantis um, because without water you can't survive you can't manage oh, we have a backup generator we have to get as much motor fuel as we can because it for, we're now running about 12 or 13 days and it just continue, and It guzzles motor fuel and got to find motor fuel later on is very very difficult um, we started running low and it becomes a scramble Uh, Where do you find motor fuel, Um, food supplies we stocked up, but the demand was enormous, and we've just been trying to get food from anywhere we can. I think we have a few planes coming in, and we reached out to some amazing families, Jewish families in Florida, and uh, we basically told them, look, you know, the food we have, we just can't get it in. The supply chain in Puerto Rico sort of broke down. Drivers of trucks, you know, had no communication, so they, they could not be reached. Or even if they can be reached, they had their own service at home, ripped away homes or, 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 or just a mess in their lives. Then they needed gas in their cars to come to the trucks. The trucks need diesel to get out. And so every step of the supply chain is broken and, and the products are just not um, getting to their, to their desired destination. Um, we have trailers of food coming in, but it's it's not arriving. So we had generous families come in last week on a private plane. They brought us they brought us thousands of pounds of just food and drink, simple as that. Now we have today arriving. Uh, There's an enormous food drive in uh, Miami, so that should take us through for some time. And I hope that by the time we are done with that, then um, you know the. Ports will have opened and allowed some of the larger uh you know food supplies to 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 trickle in and and allow us to provide to the needs of the community and for our neighbors at large as
0: well. Zarchi chabad down in uh, puerto Rico in san juan how many people how many what would what would a normal Rosh Hashanah have been you would have had how many people with you you know over y well even
1: here in yom Kippur um, this this uh, Yom Kippur At our peak, we were at about 70, 75. Um, The majority of them came to eat pre fast and post fast simply because um, no electricity at home. In some of the cases, no water, no elevators um, because of the breakdown of the generators. Uh, In the normal year, it would be 150, double the amount. Um, This year, it may have been, you know, it could have been less, but others that normally would not come. And I had this yearning and uh, a and, and a need to come and be present and mingle and you know the neshama the the, you know, the soul you know is inspired when when you're in an ace Torah and such they they came and they they participated.
0: Well, is there an so, af- is there an effective way for us to help? I mean, you mentioned the Miami community. You mentioned uh, some people with private planes, and those are very effective methods. For those listening around the world, contributions to your specific Habad are helpful at this point? Because, again, you just described to us a situation where it sounds like you can't even purchase things if you wanted to. Uh, what would be the most effective way, if there is one, for people listening right now to help what's happening in Puerto Rico?
1: You know, the reason and White's coming from Florida is simply because of the, um, you know, the smaller distance. It's expensive to fly planes over. Um, so that became a, a route of a lot of the relief agencies just bringing in stuff, and there's like around the Round-the-clock flotillas and many of these planes coming in, and uh, you know it's it's effective only because the plane lands. You bring a truck, you have your supplies, and you take it to the desired area. Um, you know, economically, it's not that you know it's not cost-effective. It's very costly. Right. So it's just really uh, it's a it's an extreme measure taken um, to respond to emergency needs, and we hope that in the short term going forward, something will give and the the, the, the supply chain will, will fix itself. Um, it's been a long time, it's 12, 13 days. And um, so, you know, we have stuff, tremendous amounts of goods coming in. They just need to be able to physically uh, arrive on the island, then be taken possession of, and go to their desired dest- destinations. And there's a big backlog of, of, you know, containers. I mean, I think it's been on the news yesterday yeah where they have thousands of containers sitting in the ports, not enough drivers no, there's not enough space shortage of containers in Florida. so you know the things that we take for granted, the organization uh, the methodical way of things happening you know when it 's Mas de adam it's vulnerable, and it gives us just a, an immense and an intense pr- appreciation for um for the functions of the universe. Uh, for so many for thousands of years and everything just continues to flow and function and um, I'm looking out the window here the sun is shining it's a blue sky and it's a it's an amazing thing an inspiration to for the people to appreciate the gifts of life that that Hashem bestows upon us daily
0: all right so you never answered my question but I'm gonna assume that donations to your uh, Chabad in San Juan would be helpful is there is there a website to do so
1: yeah yeah, they can go to we have chabadpr. dot com slash release for so those that want to send supplies or goods. Uh, it'll identify the way to go about that. We have we're working with a shipper um, out of New Jersey, and they can coordinate pickups, or you can have it dropped off there, and it'll make its way over to Puerto Rico. Or if they would like to do the monetary um, donation, that's an option as well. And um, whatever it is that someone is willing and can do, we say thank
0: you, and we're very appreciative
1: and. Did you,
0: did you lose a lot of neighbors? Did you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure neighbors lost a lot of stuff, including their homes. Did, did, did you know people who actually lost their lives in this?
1: So we don't know of anyone that actually lost their lives, Baruch Hashem. Um, we know of a lot of people that are enduring extreme measures of pain and difficulty as a result. Uh, migration out of Puerto Rico has been enormous. Probably tens of thousands of people have left just to escape the, the heat, the waking up in the morning looking for water, worrying how you're going to fill your car with gas or that you can go to the supermarket. When you arrive in the supermarket, you're waiting on a line and you're just going through that vicious cycle. We have a family of five, and we, we were fortunate to be able to evacuate, you know, three people yesterday on a private jet that came in with relief, uh, Jewish-owned, and he gave us space on the plane to take some people out. We have a family of five now in the mountains in total devastation. No running water, no communications, no electricity. Three children, and so it's just about getting them out till um, till you know the infrastructure is restored. So just to put things in perspective, you know, we had a, a couple that moved here about a year ago, and they're they've been very involved. They're they're uh, you know they're they means. And uh, their building broke down with the generators, there's no water, and he came here and he says, Rabbi, I need to get out of here, I have my children, it's just too much, I'm going to have a plane come in, but there's one thing, I haven't showered, we haven't showered in three days. And at the Chabad house we have running water, we have a backup generator, and and they were able to shower. So you see the extreme, on the yeah. one hand they can fly out, but it was indiscriminate, yeah. they, they hadn't showered in three days. Um, and I have millions of people dealing with uh, a reality of laundry. How do you, you know, there's no, there's no electricity. In some areas, no running water. Washing clothing and it's, uh, it's just a, a way of life that's settling in and uh, people need to improvise. Are authorities so, giving
0: estimates how long this can go in terms of uh, the water and electricity, et cetera?
1: You know, I, in terms of electricity, there's, you know, you hear so many different reports. It's a very complex. It's, a, it's an old system. It's, you know, it gives energy and power, but it's antiquated. The center of the island is very mountainous. The um, the storm went over many of these areas. Trees have toppled over in mass. I mean, anywhere there were trees, they'd come down, and when they come down, they come down on power lines, and these power lines go on the ground. It's an enormous, enormous undertaking to get this grid back up on its, you know, you know back to its original state and functioning. The demand power it needs is 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 great. I can't. I mean, in some areas it'll be not m- like months, six months. I mean, and we hope to be restored sooner. We're in a centrally located area near the water, near many of the hotels. But yeah. it's been close to two weeks, and we still don't know.
0: So. I I know your we'll locate. Leave. I know your location. Did your home and and uh, and uh, facilities survive over there? You know.
1: We've taken in a lot of water in the home, some ceilings collapsed, um, a lot of water has come in, um, no electricity, Very a lot of humidity, and you know that when you have the heat and the water and the, and, the, and the mold coming in, there's not much you can do. So we've sustained damage to our roofs and our ceilings and, and our, some of our interior furnishings, like, like everyone else has, yes, we, we certainly have. We have not been home since the night before the storm, we moved into the Chaban house, and um, we had some emergency air mattresses. That, you know, we can't complain. They're not that comfortable, but but we have where to be. Uh, we're in a small room, about 12 by 12. We have a few air mattresses, and uh, that's where we're living. We had some. We have uh, another family staying here. Um, somebody came a business yesterday. Couldn't find a hotel room. Um, he's dear friend. He's been traveling here for a long time. He had to check up on his. Uh, doors and what he has here on the arm see the damage he's sleeping in another room on an air mattress Air mattresses can uh, be pretty you know a a pretty good solution when you have nothing else uh, how long how many
0: how many years have you been in puerto rico
1: we're here uh, 19 plus years 19 we're going on yeah we're going on now
0: Rabbi, Men- in years. Rabbi Mendy, Rabbi uh, Chabad of Puerto Rico. Those of you who want to head, who want to uh, head to the web and uh, and help out, uh, ChabadPR.com. ChabadPR.com. You'll see the Hurricane Maria Relief Fund there again. ChabadPR.com. And as you heard Rabbi Zarachi um, uh, emphasize, it is a very, very difficult situation, identical to what we've been seeing on the news, of course. And any help, uh, any any ingenious method that one can think of to help, be in touch with him, please, by email, um, and certainly uh, any food drives or coordination that you think you could undertake to help out, certainly let them know. And obviously, anybody out there who can make a donation, they are going to need a lot of money, quite obviously now and down the road, uh, to make things uh, better again uh, down for the Jewish community of San Juan and Puerto Rico. So go to uh, Chabad. Rabbi Zarachi, I wish it was under better circumstances, but I do wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. I'm sure you have quite a perspective about the early part of 5778 from everything that you and your family have endured, and I hope that things improve quickly, and I hope our listeners help out to whatever degree they can.
1: And Rabbi Nachum, thank you for having us and for the great service you provide uh, to the Jewish community. And you should uh, continue to do so for many more years and then bring Shimcha and uplift our hearts and spirits uh, to our Father in heaven. Yashakoyah, HaGutyar.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, NaGutyar. Wow.